one. Well, 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 if it isn't the too much dip Thursday night live stream at full strength, I'm Dave. KJ's back. I'm back, bitches. Is that the line of the week? Very cool. (laughs) Bigger, bigger comeback this week. KJ or Quinn Ewers? A lot of people are asking. Ooh, what are we sipping on? Dave's got a ying. We're sipping on the only thing that's not a uh, heavy IPA that's in our fridge. <laughs> Daddy's sipping on a uh, a Carboktoberfest. Mm. Is a uh, a local brewery. Uh, it's 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 good. It's good. Local to Houston, to be clear. It's good. Right. Uh, that probably won't show up correct, but that is a uh, third space brewery, uh, local here, I believe to, uh, the Madison area. No, Milwaukee. See, just as close, uh, it's their Oktoberfest. You know, Dylan's the space guy. Big space guy. Okay. I, I, I see the tie-in. <laughs> I'm just saying she's like a tweet. Tune in to Circling Back next week when I debut the Space Bar segment. should be a lot of fun for everybody. I saw some chatter on the Patreon, Dylan, that people were people were looking forward to that. I'm happy. Yeah? Good. Yeah, there's a it's lot gonna of talk. Blow, it's going to blow minds. Just wait, Dave. What was it Brett said? KJ, did you listen to any Too Much Dip uh, while you were gone? Uh, I can't say that I did. Um Okay. I, I would have listened uh, on the flight back, but it's been like 90-something hours of just pure two-kid hell. And I love Brad them dearly. Pretty nasty things to say about you. Sorry to say. Well, he also, he also went – we were talking Mahomes or something, and uh, he referred to an emoji, the head exploding, as the skull fuck emoji – which I've never heard, and I don't think that's getting enough enough talk. Like I feel like that's a thing that needs to be discussed. Like, what? what? Who's calling it that? I'm not. Literally nobody. Uh, that seems like he's kind of projecting a something he's used it for. Who's using this emoji? Is it you? <laughs> Is it your family? <laughs> <laughs> and where is it coming from? Where is it coming from? Yeah, I don't know. Problems at the border? Now now weed's legal? What is wrong? Brett filled filled it admirably. We've got a guest tonight. It's uh, none other than, well, I'll just wait. I'm going to wait. I'm going to have him on. So if I mispronounce his last name for the 17th time, he can correct me. But first, I know how to do it. You got it too. Uh, You feel you've been practicing his last name all day, haven't you? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I spent the last about 30, 45 minutes practicing. I got it down. Yeah. You're married to the game. Do you mind if I do a little uh, shout-out to our good friends at DraftKings? Please do. Football season has kicked off. Teams are breaking down film and getting ready for their next game. While teams are working on their plan, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is drawing up a winning play for all their new customers. All new customers need to do is sign up using promo code WASHED. Bet $5 on any team to win before their game kicks off and receive an additional $200 in free bets if your team wins. 
That's right. New customers who bet at least $500 on any team to win their next game will get an additional $200 in free bets if their team wins. Plus, with same-game parlays, you can combine multiple bets from the same game to give yourself a shot at even bigger winnings all season long. For those in a state where sports betting is not available yet, don't forget about DraftKings Daily Fantasy, where they have been innovating even more ways to win cash this football season. DraftKings has been around for a while, so you know your funds are safe and can be withdrawn whenever, wherever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. New customers use promo code WASH and receive $200 in free bets if their, their team wins after placing a $5 pregame wager. That's promo code WASHED only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Check out the details in the deep uh, of the uh, bio of this video or podcast. Show notes. Really How about that? Com- Show notes. Description. I was swerving a little bit. It's Let's fine. go, girls. <laughs> Shania stays Shania? on deck. I was looking for... Uh, a completely different drop that was relevant to that ad. Shania always plays. I don't. I don't mind that. Uh, Dylan, do you want to introduce our guest since you've been working at it? Uh, yeah, uh, his name is Jake Luke. I believe I'm saying that correctly. Jake Luke. I hope they be practicing one time on Twitter. Yeah, it's it's a tough one to say. Jake, let's get him in here. I'm dialed in, baby. Uh-oh. There, there he is. is. I'll get the line. So uh, good for you. Um, so yeah, yeah, Jake Luke, you you nailed it. Good job, Dylan Chevrolet. Okay, mm, that's also perfect. Thank you, Jake. Wow, you've been practicing. See, yeah, the French connection there, I guess. Yeah, gamesmanship. Jake yeah. of the uh, Baltimore Beatdown. He's a Ravens guy. Baltimore Beatdown podcast, correct? Yes, sir. Jake, he would you say uh, Cowboys one time? Oh, sorry, sorry to cut you off no, there. No. I was just going to get yeah. his unbiased opinion. Would you say we've covered Lamar Jackson's uh, season to any extent, if not to the extent that it uh, deserves, being that he is a wrecking shop? No, I think you guys have, have done a really good job. You guys, I feel like you pick the Ravens games a lot of the time when you do these things. So uh, it's always a, a nice little uh, nice little feather in my cap when I get a listen. And, uh, you know, I, I keep track of who picks them and who doesn't. So, uh, you know, I, I actually don't do that. But, you know, um, yeah, I think you guys have done a, a nice job covering them. I get they're not the the big market team necessarily that uh, a lot of people tune into. But Lamar seems to have, uh, to have brought a lot of eyes here the last couple of years. So we appreciate it. Let me just say, you don't want me picking your team. If you follow this in any capacity. I think we were on the wrong end of the uh, the Dolphins one there. You, you might have picked that. I think Dylan might have picked the Ravens in that one. But, yeah, you've uh, that might have been a, a rare win for you, or we were on the wrong end of it. So Rare is fair. That's a, that's a good way to put it. Well, we're, just, uh, we're excited fan. to have you I'm on. Journalist. You are? I'm not, are actually. But... Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, we're not either. Fun fact. Um, where do you guys want to begin? I mean, I, I, Dylan, I kind of feel like this is going to be the Dylan show because you've got, you've got your biggest weekend of the year coming up. Yeah, this is a, this is like Christmas for me. Yeah. Um, I tried to order a, a blonde mullet wig on short order, but I couldn't find one. Yeah. Quinn is back. Quinn is starting against Texas OU and, uh, I'm very excited about it. Of course he was injured in the first quarter of the Alabama game was already he threw for 130 plus yards in that quarter uh yeah look a lot of hype for a kid who's played exactly like five actually less than five quarters of football since his junior year of high school but he looks good man i'm just so excited the line moved from it opened around like four 
and it moved to, to seven leading up to today, and then it jumped another two points after the announcement that Quinn Ewers was starting. Um, you know, I'm, I'm very cautiously optimistic about the game. Um, but as you know, Dave, when these two teams get together, you know what you can do, right? You can blow like a 28-point lead or whatever Texas had last year. <laughs> I don't think it was that high, but it was like 21-ish. It was not good. Yeah, but uh, I mean, Caleb Williams ain't walking through that door, so we'll see what mm. happens. Big facts. <laughs> Neither Big is Casey facts. Thompson. <laughs> Neither is Casey Thompson, thankfully. Um, what's the word on Gabriel, Dylan Gabriel? I, I'm seeing now there's some, there's maybe some, uh, there's some conspiracy stuff going on. He was spotted on the sidelines in a video that some intern posted where he's wearing. <laughs> shoulder pads so people are like oh yeah he's definitely playing not that it really matters i don't think he's very good yeah i saw that too i don't know how much that video matters i think even if he were ruled out for this week and i think he would still suit out for practice and probably even participate in light drills so i don't know if that video means anything um he probably shouldn't play after he <laughs> his head was knocked off of his body last weekend but i think he probably will play I think he probably will play. I don't think it matters a whole lot. I mean, he is much better than his backup, but I think Texas has uh, has the advantage in this one still. Are we going to comment at all on the fact that Fox is still holding strong with – is it Fox that's got this at noon? Yeah. They're keeping this as the premier game. Even in our own group text, I got a little bit of flack for uh, not showcasing the Red River rivalry uh, between these two – historic teams and historically bad this year, uh, rather than uh, ranked TCU versus Kansas. As someone outside of the state of Texas, Jake, uh, do you feel like either of these games moves the needle more than one or the other? I feel like I always tune into this one because I think it's always really fun. I think a lot about the Kyler, like 80-yard rushing touchdown a couple years ago, whatever that was. Um, I'm a little bit young for like heyday like Vince Young I was a little bit not really into college football at the time so yeah you get your big matchups up here in the mid-Atlantic northeast area this is one that I try to keep an eye on but I also try to play golf on Saturdays in the fall so not a huge college football guy admittedly okay well as we'll see uh, as we'll see later in the uh, dip picks uh, I in fact wrote down this is definitely the weekend to uh do whatever the hell else you have to do after about 2.30 or 3.30 or so in the day because the slate is bad. After. Yeah, I took a look, and I, that was, I was like, this is, a, this is a good weekend to get out and really really swing them here. Weather's, you know, not about to, you know, it's not about to get really bad, but it's going to get maybe non-playable weather the next couple of weeks up here. So You're telling me. Uh, that's great to hear. That's great to hear because I'll be at home when my kid just uh, just wreck shop on my home. Uh, just <laughs> Just – just completely terrorizes me the entire afternoon. So I can't wait to watch uh, whatever filth game is on late afternoon. But I hate uh, that for you. Hey, where's Odell going? Odell. Bills, man. Is it Bills? I got a bad feeling about the Bills. He's talking to Von Miller. He's, you know, he's in the Giants building visiting his friends or whatever that was. I don't know what that whole publicity stunt was, but I don't know, man. I, I'd love a piece. Rashad Bateman's dealing with an injury right now. I thought he would have been a good signing during the summer and just kind of take a flyer on him, see when he comes back healthy. That's another thing. Is he healthy? Do you guys know? Like, is he going to be able to play on it? Did he have an ACL in the Super Bowl? Like, I've torn my ACL, and I'm not quite, you know, 
Odell Beckham, but it took me a long right. time to come back from it. So, Dylan, what was your yeah, recovery we, time? Um, famously, did not uh, tear my ACL. I did. I did fracture uh, a bone in my leg, though. Wow. Uh, three three months. I felt I felt good walking on after three months. I uh, when you your back or whatever. Yeah. When I when you oh, snapped my, your neck, I broke my neck. <clears throat> right. Yeah, I broke. I broke my seventh vertebrae in my neck when I, I was twenty-one years old. Uh, a couple of weeks, I was back doing my thing. Mm, just <laughs> that is so ridiculous. What, is that? what does back doing your thing mean? <laughs> you not worrying about, I guess, like not worrying about my neck. Like it's, it sounds worse than it actually was. I just like, I kind of just like fractured the like the little like the end of the vertebrae. It didn't, it didn't really, it hurts. A, a little spinal fracture, you know, nothing crazy. Oh, there you go, KJ. KJ geared up. Yeah, see, I was... uh, If you're interested, watchmedia.shop. I I was really just trying to get an idea if if that was a broken leg or, or a torn ACL and... It's it's hard to say, but you know. It's funny you bring that up too, because Dylan, I think I I might have sent you um you had you had sort of prompted ideas hashtag prompt Twitter. You sent out ideas for logos, and I think uh, I told you there was something there with you and the uh, the Jordan silhouette with the uh, falling off the rim there. I don't know if I had a hand in that, but just I got to ask the question, you know. Wow, Dylan, yeah, our, well, idea. If you did inspire that, I I thank you for it. But uh, Ricky Prosper is the one who actually created that design. And uh, yeah, wow! Thank you. Yes, I did get a backyotomy. Uh, Ricky Prosper created that design, and he sent it. He sent it to us a long time ago, and I was like, "That's really funny." And I kind of just forgot that he sent it to me. Then we were getting the store going again. He's like, "Hey, by the way, I sent you this a long time ago." I was like, "Oh my god, that's a great idea for a T-shirt." So, if you did inspire that, Jake, thank you, and I will even send you one. How about that? Mm, I love it. Yeah, no, Ricky does. Uh, Ricky does awesome work. So shout out to him. Um, as far as Odell is concerned. I think Tampa should be in the conversation. Uh, I don't know what his marital status is, but it, it looks to be where divorcees go to ball. Blowing um, mm. out for Cole. <laughs> R.I.P. Cole, Cole Beasley's career. Um, I just I, I don't think he's going to make the difference he did for the Rams uh, wherever he lands this year. Not because of talent or anything else. It's, it's just exceptional what he was able to accomplish last year. I just don't see that happening uh, again this year. Dallas would have been in the conversation, but I'm sure Dallas people are uh, quite happy with what they saw from Gallup. When did Gallup get hurt last year? Do you recall? November, David? I don't remember. Yeah, it was, it was toward, I want to say the latter half of the regular season. Yeah, I, I, I want to say November, which, I mean, hell, that's two and a half months difference, and he's just getting back. Odell's probably got five, six years on Gallup. Um, so if he does come back, we're talking week 12 uh, you know, or more. So who knows? Hey, uh, go ahead. Ethan's got a really good point here. <laughs> yeah, killer, killer bees. He's going to be back in the booth like tonight putting out more fire, man. <laughs> we don't want it. We do not want it. Maybe he can uh, find some eligibility and dig SMU out of their effing grave. Um, is it a baller, a baller move just to be like, hey, I want to buy that team that doesn't exist? Braun? Yeah. Yeah, I, he just it's just like, hey, we need a team here. And, like, he's going to get it, right? Like, they would be silly not to have a team there, right? It worked out for Charlotte, huh? Okay. <laughs> They're still around. There's I'm, still a team. I guess, around. yeah. 
Yeah. I'll, yeah. Okay. I mean. What well, this is their year. This is their year and turning it around. What no, was, uh, what's is, the story there? Fill me in. That's essentially all that I know is uh, there's chatter that the next two expansion teams from the NBA will be Seattle and Las Vegas. Uh, LeBron is at the uh, Las Vegas summer games, meetings, whatever, you know, preseason games. Uh, and during an interview, uh, one of the media days, he made the comment that, yeah, if they bring a team back here, we need to bring a team back here. I mean, I would love to be a part of the ownership. I'm sure it's something more direct than that, but I got the snippet of it. What I didn't catch, uh, and maybe we'll pull it for Monday, is LeBron at Top Golf. Oh, I God. might need to put that side by side with my uh, with my swing, and I think I've got him on that. I haven't Man. seen him, but I, I just I already have a picture in my head of what that looks like. And uh, as a guy who you know, I'm not going to say I have a great swing. I, I just I it, it feels that's not going to be good for anyone. Is so it was whoever recorded him was sorry. It seemed like a, a, a sneak attack. You know, he just he's out there. He's trying to learn the game. I'm a little surprised that it's not a more functional swing, just because he figured somewhere along the line he would have learned how to do it for a charity event or something. Not not become a good player or anything, but just you know learn how to to do it. So in case you're ever a Dude, top it's gonna be, it's gonna be hard when you're like six foot eight or whatever too. Like I I I'm like six three and like it's I, I don't know I maybe I'm just making excuses, but I'm like man, it's like kind of hard to put a swing together. And KJ, I'm sure you can relate too. I mean, being that tall, that's got to be a little bit tough to, uh, tough to, you know, make contact consistently. KJ just looks tall on camera. He's not actually that tall. <laughs> oh, is that right? KJ's, KJ's five nine. I'm not. Yeah. Uh, I think that uh, LeBron must be a uh, D. Carter Ruff uh, listener of some sort. I don't know which show. But at some point in time, he must have listened to David completely shame all of America who brings their own clubs to Top Golf, because it looks like LeBron is full blown trying to you know drive a ball with a putt putt uh, putter, like it just does not look correct at all, like a kid's putter too. Uh, clearly, the length was not familiar. Um, Draymond and Jordan Poole got a fight. Yeah, he threw a punch. He threw a punch. I don't know if it landed, but he threw a punch at pool. Okay, love it. I mean, let's go. Drum up some hype. He's got a podcast. You got it. Sometimes you got to stage a fight or just start some drama. You know, you got to create a splash, Dylan. You've been in the biz for a while. You know what it's like. Should Should we get in a fight and then spread rumor about it? Would it help our podcast? A single rumor. I'm not there one day. Yeah, because we. We threw down in the parking lot. <laughs> well, well, KJ, KJ still hasn't addressed his two two week suspension. So, I mean, yeah, I think I think it's worthy. <laughs> yeah, it is uh, suspicious that the last time I was on uh, on the microphone, I was just randomly throwing out the names of uh, very unfortunate people, allegedly. Um, but yeah, you know, uh, there could have been a fight involved, non domestic, non domestic. <clears throat> Uh, this is a good point from Trent. <laughs> Didn't go for the nads, and that's huge. The Warriors have the a nads. problem with punching dudes in the nards. If you'll remember, uh, I can't, what's the dude's name? He punched Dirk right in the, he just uppercutted Dirk right in the grundle. Right in the nards? <laughs> I feel like yeah, that's one was, that you as a Dirk fan are going to hang on to forever and like none of us are going to really like know about, you know? I hardly well, remember I mean, I'm the only person who who won't let that go. Like Dirk forgave him; it was all water into the bridge, and I just I refuse. Anytime he shows up, whose name I, I can't even remember. Speedy Claxton. 
It's, it's that garden room mentality. You're just looking out for your guy. I respect it. I gatekeep Dirk heavy. <laughs> uh, uh, the only well. other fight I wanted to mention, uh, and, and maybe y'all got to it Monday, uh, Shiano Ryan Day. Did y'all see that? Ohio, yeah, weird. Ohio State went for a fake punt up 39. Or not a fake punt. Um, what was it? I don't, I don't think it was a called fake punt. I think the punter saw open, open field and just went for it on his own, which they are sometimes given the green light to do. He picked a very poor time to do it as the game was well in hand. But to defend Ryan Day, and I'm not sure of this, but I don't think that was a, an intentional fake punt. He just he, wow. just ran, he just went for it. Classic Dylan apologizing for the punters. Look, I, I have I have no skin in the game. I'm not an, I'm not an Ohio State guy. I'm just saying. I, I just love to run in school back in the day. Now he's speaking up for people who do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I Dylan, I just like Dylan the... was swinging three zero up uh, up twelve. In the <laughs> <laughs> I was yeah I was stealing I was stealing here, like, third stealing third up fifteen runs. Unwritten yeah, rules, bro. Maybe. Yeah, I, I think that uh, any time that Greg Schiano of all people feels the need to like claim them's the rules or like follow the code, it's a little bit suspect because when he was uh, in his short stint as the head coach of the Buccaneers, they had uh, Ndama Kung Su, uh, per Schiano's direction, try to swipe the ball when the other team was kneeling the ball out because maybe they could cause a fumble. And they were like, he was like shooting at the, uh, not shooting, but you know what I mean? Whoa. Diving at the uh, ball in the center's knees to uh, <laughs> attempt to disrupt a kneel down. So they were down more than a touchdown and just creating havoc. And Shiano's just like, Love there's it. time on the clock. What, what do you want me to do? That's, KJ, I played, I was a guy who played seventh and eighth grade football at Duncanville. Um, <laughs> It's all about creating a culture and that mentality. So even if it's not going to lead to like a, a W, it, it just sets the tone for the rest of the season, man. I, I, I know that's something that maybe only I understand. Well, the guy, was just, the guy was such a football guy. He allowed Mercer to run through that locker room like it was nothing. So, I mean, you, you got to respect uh, in the event anyone catches the clip of that, or if I can find it by Monday, uh, Shiano does one of my favorite moves uh, of somebody who's definitely not going to fight and is old uh, and definitely red ass, and that's point at the other person with the horns. Like he fully was like, "You better cut <laughs> that like shit out." You're not, it's the you're not that guy, pal, but like just in a different form, mm-hmm. like this. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's, that's a poly walnuts. Yeah, there you go. And he's a rugger, so oh, it fits. Yeah. yeah. It is an Italian last name, is it not? Sure. I never thought about that. We've got a vowel, don't we? Never thought about that. Oh. (laughs) Notably, there was a uh, a huge uh, outbreak. Uh, It's not SARS. What is the... uh, It was was MRSA. MRSA. There it is. Thank you. SARS. MRSA. You know. That was was big in like 2012 when that happened and I was in high school. A couple kids got it in in our locker room and that was was, was scary times for your boys. Let me just say that. Kept me away from uh, wrestling for sure. All right. Well, without further ado. Be right back. Okay. Well, with further ado, we'll go ahead and start dip picks (laughs) while, while Dylan goes and crushes another one. What the fuck? Who knows? Damn. I don't even know. Uh, hey, at least he can watch his, uh, his tiny TV oh, now. Seriously? 
Hold me closer, tiny. I wish I could control the cameras on this to where I could zoom in uh, or zoom the window in a little better. But uh, I think it's worth mentioning. Last week, week four, was the first week of the entire season that David crossed the threshold of three wins in one week. He deserves a round of applause. You hit four wins. That's a big move. You're still in last place with 10 points on the season. Only 14 behind me in the lead. I don't think that's going to last forever. There's a lot of picking left. A lot of picking left to do. Um, One thing also worth pointing out, the guests continue to slowly creep up there. They're in second place at 22 points, but they're ahead of us on total picks, 21 and 16 on the year. I'm 18 and 18. Dylan is slightly behind that at 15 and 21 on the year. Yikes. So let's start off with... uh, Guess had a big week. Yes, they did. Tron. Was that Tron? First guest yeah. to hit his big boy stack. What an oh, asshole. That hurt. That's hard. That guy's just riding an all-time heater right now, isn't he? He really is. I, I should have not had him on. I enjoyed the guy. He was good. But, man, he is really good at this. Some parts of the country wow. he's still on the podcast talking. Um, hopping into tonight's game, Colts-Broncos. Broncos at home favored by three and a half, according to the DraftKings Sportsbook. David, do you want? We'll, we'll go in reverse. How about that? We'll start with the guests. We'll go in reverse. Let's mix it up. Maybe let's, that'll spice yeah. it up for David. Let's tilt it a little. <clears throat> Jay, it's so condescending. Broncos country, let's ride. Let's ride. I just like Matt Ryan's just not doing it for me right now, man. Like I know they beat the Chiefs and everything, but that that just felt a little, you know. It just felt like, you know, you get one early in the year. I'm not loving what I'm seeing from the Broncos, but I think they can win by four points here at home against this Colts team. Take the Broncos. Uh, Give me the Colts to bounce back. Uh, Their defeat by the Jaguars uh, was a statement about the Jaguars, not about them. Give me the Colts. Although I don't think Jonathan Taylor is playing. That's going to bite me in the ass, but whatever. Give me the Colts. Dylan. Mr. Unlimited, more like Mr. Limited. Uh, the Broncos stink, um, but the Colts stink. The Colts stink even more, um, especially with Jonathan Taylor Thomas out. They're just they're they stink. Uh, the Broncos are going to cover. Jonathan Taylor Thomas. That's a different uh, person. Tonight, sweetheart, give me that head. That was a very Corso esque pick there. I, I love it. I love it. You're going with the Colts, correct? <laughs> That's so rude. No, no, I went with the Broncos. Oh, see, I could even keep up. There were so many twists and turns there. I just wanted to make the Mr. Limited joke. (laughs) That was a not-so-fast, my friend, situation. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Let's see, David. Man, people are not happy on Twitter about having to watch the Broncos on Thursday night football. (laughs) It's like their third primetime game in four weeks, right? At least their second. Dude, you know what? Deserved. Because they've got something that a lot of teams don't have, Dylan. That's star power at the quarterback position. Russell Wilson, Mr. Unlimited. Mr. Unlimited. That's right. Mr. Unlimited. That's right. Extreme skip voice. Unlimited. Uh, I'm riding with the Coes. No one's calling me. Did we get a breakdown of that uh, Subway video from you guys, by the way? Maybe I missed it. (laughs) That just feels like prime going to – Dylan to jump all yeah. over. We should have done like a, a, a duet TikTok on that one, like some people were doing. Dude, that's a Randy okay. Trimbacki joint waiting to happen. Just kind of put they something really stinks. creative and fun together, you know? Yeah, I agree. He's a wacky feller. Hmm. 
Okay, now the uh, big noon Saturday game that isn't Fox Sports 1, FS1, will uh, be showing you number 17 TCU at number 19 Kansas. At home in Lawrence, Kansas getting five and a half points. Uh, I will start off. Give me TCU. Again, their win over SMU said more about SMU than about them, but in this case, it works for them. Dylan. Yeah, this Kansas Cinderella story, it's been fun. It's been cute, but it's got to end sometime, and this is the weekend that it does. Um, yeah, they're, they're going to they're gonna lose by 10-ish, I think, maybe more. I think TCU covers. David. Did I, did I read right that TCU has the number two offense in the country right now? Uh, sure. I think, yeah, hey, why not? Know. Let's go. But they absolutely <laughs> torched OU's uh, defense. They, even though I, I, I – look, they're well coached. They've got the Sonny, Rager, Dykes, Auto Group running the team. And he's doing well. I'm shocked. Most people are shocked. Nobody thought Max Dugan was going to be – is he getting Heisman – Bumps. No. He is KJ. No. He's on Heisman lists. He is. I'm going with. I'm going with the Horn Frogs. I'm throwing it up. I look. It's it's wild. <laughs> I think they're going to roll into Waco here in a few weeks undefeated. Uh, give me the Frogs, Jake. Yeah, famously, like I said, not a huge college football guy, so I love that TCU deep purple looks great. So give me those TCU Horn Frogs in this one. Jeez. I, I guess. I guess. Dylan, you're picking oh, TCU. Yeah, I fixed it. Yeah, I, I said TCU. Maybe I didn't. I wasn't. No, enough. you're fine. I'm just, my brain's just okay. not working. Okay. Well, I like so, to make jokes sometimes, you know. <laughs> whole squads on uh, whole squads on TCU, to be clear. Uh, number 11. That's good for y'all. Utah at number 18, UCLA. I didn't realize I went back-to-back on Pac-12 this week. But um, one of our few ranked-ranked games after uh, the 11 o'clock sl- uh, slate Dylan, uh, UCLA uh, plus three and a half. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think they're just going to feed Jaquindon, you know. As this is Jaquindon's breakout game. He's going to get like 28 touches, and they're just going to go off. Oh. Uh, I'm on Utah. I'm on Utah minus three in the hook. I'll get a tattoo, not of Jaquindon or not of Utah, but I will get a tattoo if he gets 28 touches. <laughs> At what position? That's like one touches? injury away. Fuck, you're right. Is he, is he QB two? I don't even. I do. I don't know. They had him at running back, and then he didn't get. He got one touch last week on like I think a failed reverse, and was like I looked at the box score, and it was like one rush minus nine yards. I was like, oh no, it's not great. It's not a great, not great. Stat line. Sounds like the play was blown up. Probably more on the OC than him. But who's picking? Is it me? It is you. I believe in Cam Rising. I believe in Utah. UCLA is a great story. I think they're going to be a problem in the Pac-12 for the next uh, few years. This year, they're just uh, they're on their way up. They will not beat Utah. Um, Utah will cover, and Utah will be the fourth team in the playoff. Okay. 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 Wow. Wow. Big Utah guy, uh, Jake. Yeah, I've always been on big on that Utah logo. You know, I love it. Shout out to Steve Smith. Shout out to Tyler Huntley. I'm going to go Utah on this one. Is it not just a U or two? 
You. I think, and listen, this is where it gets a little hairy. There might be a Native American connotation, but I thought it looked pretty good. So I, I don't know. I like it. People, man. You can get it out, but you know. Way to go, Jake. Uh, give me Chip Kelly, his neck, the home field, and the fade, UCLA. I don't know if y'all checked in on Chip Kelly's uh, gargantuan size neck. Not him okay. as a person. This is not a rotund thing. I'm just worried about a goiter type thing. Okay. Um, David, Washington State. That's the first time a, the word goiter has been dropped on any Wash Media <laughs> podcast ever. I That's feel very underused. I've heard for that is the the Seinfeld episode with the goiter like that. That's you, you're drawing you're conjuring images of that right now for me. If you're an a underused word goiter, if, if yeah. you were a Texas Rangers fan uh, about I don't know 14 years ago, a decade ago, <laughs> and you remember uh, Alexi Ogondo coming out of the bullpen, mm-hmm. electric, but he had a he had one that just popped up out of nowhere, and people, some people, not me certainly, were calling it an Ogondo. But anyway, that's very niche. He was on the World Series team. Last name Goiter. Like that kind of feels like that. That's like a middle reliever in double A and like ass end of like somewhere in Nebraska, like David Goiter or like Paul Goiter. (laughs) I like that. Paul Goiter. Yeah. Gave up a couple runs late. You know, hopefully he'll figure it out, but it's not looking good. Middle reliever, Paul Goiter. This is a real Santa, looks like Santa came early uh, type thing. I name random abstract baseball players, and I get froze out, but everybody else can do it. It's just hilarious. Mm. Anyways, who do you have? Washington State, USC. USC is favored by 13 at home, David. 13 at home. That's a lot of points. This is – KJ, is there any like anything you want to dub this game? Oh yeah, in in the fine print here under uh, it's showing at six thirty central on ABC. It is also listed as the might sneakily be an absolute Pac twelve banger of the week game. Uh, brought oh, to you by Wash Media, more specifically, Too Much Dip and the good friends at DraftKings Sportsbook. It's a lot in fine print, but it's all there. More in the show notes or the bio, as some people <laughs> refer to it. People who are failing at ad reads. Um, <laughs> this is gonna. This is. This might be the game that 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 keeps me sane this weekend because this is gonna be good. Uh, I'm gonna ride with. They're not gonna win, but they're gonna they're gonna keep it to single digits. Give me Washington State. Okay. Azu, uh, who's up on this, Jake? I'm going to go USC, you know, Lincoln Riley, big brand name. Love USC. Mark Sanchez killing it right now in the commentary game. So I'm, I'm going to pick them in this one. I, I know nothing about Washington State. So hate to be that guy, but USC. Well, we do. All I can tell you about Washington State is that their only loss on the year was to Oregon, in which they gave up 44 points, but they scored 41 themselves. Um, with that said, their win over very shitty now without a coach, except for Jim Leonard as their interim. Jake probably knows this. Uh, over Wisconsin was 17 to 14. You got to be better than that against a team that bad. Give me USC. Ravens legend uh, Jim Leonard. Correct. Dylan. Uh, I'm on the fence with this one, and I have picked with Jake every time so far, so I am taking the opportunity to fade the guest to try and gain one on him. Uh, I'm taking Wazoo. All right. Hey, 
Is it worth <laughs> noting that this game, so obviously Texas OU will have already, you know, been done for hours. Is this a Lincoln-Riley, like, oh, you just got curb stomped by uh, – by Texas, and then Lincoln Riley has the primetime game, and he can really show out. That oh, I should have thought of that before. I'm like spinning these narratives. The wheels are turning. Or he is still feeling guilt over calling me a pussy like 13 years ago uh, to my face when I was actually being one, if that's a term you actually use, which I don't. I support, you know. What were you doing? Can we get that quitting, story, please? Quitting in a, uh, yeah, you know. There were workouts to be done. Uh, Texas Tech did an event called Midnight Maneuvers that were very difficult. Uh, I was less than half-assing it, and uh, he basically said, Ellis, we stop acting like a pee and finish the damn drill? And I'm like, I'm not going to finish the drill, but I will pretend to not be a pee in this moment. Uh, he was completely correct, but, you know. <laughs> I let it go, clearly. Uh, we have another London game, 8.30 a.m. Sunday morning for all of you who are trying to wake and watch something that's not F1. Uh, Giants versus the Packers. Packers favored by eight in London town. Uh, we're back to Jake starting off. Yeah, I was on the Giants in this one. I got it low scoring. I took the under two. It just feels like these London games are always weird, and the Giants have had some weird games, and they've managed to keep it close. And obviously get some wins where maybe they weren't expected. So keep it close against uh, Aaron and the boys. So Giants cover, I guess Packers win. I don't remember who played last week, but that game, that finish was uh, was enjoyable. Felt good for uh, uh, watching that. Um, give me the Packers to continue to win, somehow cover here, uh, and then Aaron Rodgers is going to complain to Pat McAfee or Rogan about something that occurs in the game, I'm sure. Uh, Dylan. I'm a Pac-Man. Green Bay minus eight. You got to let that song go. No. David. I'm not doing it, Dave. Uh, The Giants aren't bad. Yes, they got their balls rushed off uh, by the Cowboys in prime time. Cooper rushed, that is. But I think this is a big Daniel Jones on the ground game. Uh, Eight points is quite a bit in London. I think Jake said it like – these games have always – they always seem to be kind of odd. I think I think the Giants can keep it within eight points. Give me the Giants. Uh, does it change anyone's picks that the line is now at seven and a half, according to DraftKings? It's moved since this afternoon. Love it. All sticking oh. with our picks? Yeah, uh, good. You're going with the Giants too, David? I am. Okay. Uh, Dolphins at Jets. Jets plus three and a half at home. Noon. Zach Wilson back. Tua not back. Teddy Bridgewater's playing. Mike McDaniel still continuing to say nothing was wrong. Give me Zach Wilson. No mom present, but possibly some of her friends. Jets at home. Dylan. I'm a big Teddy Two Gloves guy, as everybody knows. Um, that Dolphins offense is still going to move the ball despite Tua being out. I'm on the Dolphins to cover the three and a half. David. This is a weird one. This might be the toughest game we've had to pick uh, this week. I just don't. I don't know what Zach Wilson's going to look like. I feel like, but I'm also bad. A 19 year old, a 19 year old, get a haircut or something. Bangs uh, older women, allegedly, probably right. Hopefully, proven. Sure, maybe not. Good for him. I'm not hating. Hey, whoa. 
Anyway, give me the – I'm going to ride with the Dolphins. The Jets uh, – come on. Come on, mate. Uh, Jake? I'm going to go Jets in this one. Give me that uh, Give me that energy from my guy, Joe Flacco, just keeping it rolling, being a great mentor for Zach Wilson there. Um, I don't know. This Dolphins team, there's some weird energy around them right now. I don't know what's, what's going on with this McDaniel concussion situation. It feels like there's a lot on that guy's plate going up to the Meadowlands. I, I like Robert Sala a lot to motivate these guys. I think they're going to get a surprise win here. Hmm. I like it. Uh, Cowboys at Rams. Rams favored by five and a half in the afternoon. Fox, Dylan. Uh, that's a lot of points. Uh, the Rams haven't really looked. They haven't really figured it out quite yet. I don't think they're, they've reached their final form of the season yet. The Cowboys are just playing good football. Cooper Rush. Uh Quarterback controversy. I'm on the Cowboys plus five and a half. Shut up. Don't say that. Stop <laughs> breathing life into it. <laughs> I thought you were talking over your shoulder to like the kids in the background, which I know you're not oh. at home. So clearly you weren't doing that, the kids <laughs> but it was well-timed. <laughs> um, David. Okay. Uh, the Rams O-line is bad and hurt. And Matt Stafford's in for a long day. I think they might – the Rams may win this thing, but it might be by – I think it's going to be by a field goal if they do. I think the Cowboys' defense is elite. And I think they can uh, keep this thing close. It's going to be an ugly game. I think it's going to be ugly. Give me the boys. Uh, okay, uh, Jake. Yeah, Dave, you and I famously chatted how much I love Jerry and the Cowboys. So uh, I, I've been loving what I'm seeing from them this year. I'm liking Cooper Rush as a backup. I do want to get your guys' thoughts on, like, that whole situation for one thing. But first of all, I'll say Cowboys cover this thing five and a half. What's the, uh, what's the feeling on the quarterback controversy here, David? There's the, not one. The feeling is our owners of, of like his, his goal, number one goal is to have the eyeballs and people talking about the Cowboys by any means necessary, whether that's throw your $40 million franchise quarterback under the bus or not. Uh, he's a, he's a, he's a moron. Uh, they've got a great team, a great defensive team. It's, it's so bad. It's so bad. Why would you do that? And then in, in the off season with McCarthy and Dan Quinn and that whole situation, like, dude, just, can you just say the right thing? Dak was my fantasy quarterback pick. I don't really carry two. Uh, so I dropped him after he got hurt. Now I'm picking him up again. I'm banking on him coming back and being good. But, uh, yeah, it's been uh, been an interesting couple of weeks. I, I love the Cowboys, as I've told you. But, you know. How was he not taken by then? The moment you dropped him, someone else should have stashed him. Poor play was, by the rest of your league. It was initially reported as like an eight-week injury. So I think, and listen, I'm in a league with a bunch of dumbasses, myself included. So maybe that's, you know, part of it. But yeah, I don't know. He was available. So I got him back. And then Jerry said it would be like a two-week injury. <laughs> Jerry <laughs> had him back for the Giants. Like, yeah, you know what? Sure, it's broken, buddy. You can throw. He's just finding some glory hole, right? No. <laughs> Um, let me go. I'll go with the Rams here at home. The Rams slide has to stop at some point. Um, it's just, it's, it's a lot. It is a whole lot. And, uh, shouts to David for mentioning all of the Cowboys off season and none of Jerry's other children. Uh, Bengals at Ravens. Ravens favored by three. I don't even know who's supposed to, I guess I'm starting this one off. I don't know. David, no, David, you're on this one. 
Give me the Ravens. Uh, Bengal. I I don't believe in the Bengals, uh, and it's as simple as that. I think the Ravens have a better quarterback. I think they're the better team. Give me the Ravens. We're gonna go backwards here so that we can finish with Baltimore's own Dylan. Who do you have? Well, we know who Jake's gonna pick. <laughs> I, I really want to fade Jake on this, but I, I don't think I can. I just think the Ravens are really good right now. Bengals have not looked great, so I'm on Baltimore. Give me the Bengals on the road for no other reason than giving me the Bengals. Uh, Jake? Yeah, you were correct. Three points is weird. I think the Ravens win this one close. It's going to be a little bit more than three points. It uh, just feels like they haven't put together a complete game this year uh, in some respects, so I think they're, they're going to do that to an extent this year. I think Burrow is going to cough the ball up a little bit. Marlon Humphrey, Marcus Peters going to, you know, get their hands on it. And, uh, you know, Lamar kind of has himself a little bit of a redemption game because he looked great through those first four weeks. Not so good against the Bills. I think he's going to bounce back. All right. Well, if you would also start us off with your big boy stacks so we can get the heck out of here. Uh, could Sorry. I need to take a look. And whatever. <laughs> I don't have it in front of me. So. Dylan. No, it's okay. I, I was laughing at Cole. <laughs> Love <laughs> I'll start. Go ahead. I got mine. Uh, yeah, although I don't feel as good about this game as Dave does, um, I am choosing to be as emotionally invested in a game as I possibly can. So it's either going to be a fantastic Saturday or just a total shit day for me. I am on my Texas Longhorns minus nine with Quinn Ewers at quarterback to cover the nine points in Dallas against OU. I will hop in, um, going with the emotional hedge. Give me the Houston Texans plus seven versus the Jaguars. Ooh. David. Um, I'm going to go a little different uh, route. Give me, give me the volunteers going into Baton Rouge laying three over LSU, not a night game. Tennessee is good. LSU is okay. They've got an okay defense. I like Tennessee in this. Um, you know, I may have been discussing this earlier with somebody who's really into this gambling thing, and, and they've got me. So I'm feeling good. UT, UT, Texas. The original UT. Who do you have, Jake? I put down, so I wrote down uh, Dylan's uh, Jalen Hurts squad, the Philadelphia Eagles minus five over the Cardinals. I just feel like Kyler Murray, just a little bit of an imbecile, you know. I, I'm not loving what I'm seeing there with the Cardinals. So Eagles continue this run. Uh, Jalen Hurts continues this MVP run. Liking the Eagles this week, minus five. That's a fun game. Yeah. If there's a world in which Jalen Hurts wins an MVP or Max Duggan wins a Heisman, I – We'll get that tattoo instead. Uh, maybe a chip <laughs> on my shoulder. Uh, Dude, you better be careful. There's, there's two. I was gonna say you gotta be, you really gotta be, you gotta be sure about that because you know there's, there's been a couple of those around here, haven't there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Plus five cardinal. I'm sorry, minus five eagles. Correct. Yes, sir. There we have it. Big god damn. Oh, Ryan, how about playoff baseball not. talk? Uh, yeah, I actually had a baseball pick for my uh, big boy stack, but as is uh, the case with baseball, I always forget on how I like to do their odds and whatnot. We, we don't we don't really I pick swear, money lines. 
We will talk baseball Monday. 1,000%. We'll down like nobody else. We are going to talk, dude, <laughs> we're going to talk to the guy who was two rows behind the guy that caught Aaron Judge's home run. No, I'm just kidding. We don't know that guy. <laughs> we could probably get him on. I, I mean, that excited. did you see did you see that the guy who caught the ball, that the 60-second home run, is married to um, a former Three. Bachelor contestant? I didn't know she Three. went on The Bachelor, but I know that she's been on Blue Star, so I'm aware of she, who she is. She okay. was a Bachelor contestant, and uh, you know what? Didn't remember her, so. Night one contestant, it sounds like. Um yeah, let's uh, let's wrap it up there. But yeah, this is the same podcast that spent like four and a half minutes on Randy or Rosarina. So uh, you know, that's that's that guy a, just kills the Orioles every time they play him. So that's I, I love the fact that you covered him. Still good. Maybe we'll have another. Uh, oh, Red Sox aren't in it. Sorry, uh, no no low outfield wall discussions this year. So let's get the hell out of here. High fives all around, to Bay included. Jake, where can we find out? Thank you. Yeah. I got a little something for you. Send me an email. Okay. Where can the people find you? Ooh, what could it be? What's your email? Oh, well, just, it's just look at my bio, man. (laughs) (laughs) He just said, call his agent. Uh, Dylan. Dylan. Media.com. Okay. Where can the people find you, Jake? Uh, you can find me at Jake Luke. My last name is spelled L-O-U-Q-U-E for some reason. Uh, and yeah, covering the Ravens. So if you're a Ravens fan, check check us out at BaltimoreBeatdown.com. At Podcast Beatdown uh, is our Twitter account for the podcast where we put out all sorts of promotional materials. If you're a fan of another team, maybe parachuting, check out what we've got to say. Uh, you know, it's pretty niche, I guess, for uh, a national audience like you guys are. But uh, I don't know. I like to think we have a, a good a good banter, a good work hard, play hard mentality, right? So Love that. Yeah, we're national. We said Max Duggan's name five times on this damn podcast today. All right. I've been hopeful. Hell out of here, people. I want my chips with the dip. That's all I know. I don't want my chips playing. I want my chips with the dip. So bring them dips.